0: Amen, amen, amen. Good to see you in the house of the Lord. Amen. Great to have our guests with us, Brother Fans. Good to see you this morning. Great to have you here. Uh, Evangelists all the way from Australia. Amen. Here in the States, we're thankful for His presence. God bless you. I, I, don't, I don't know sometimes exactly how to approach this pulpit because I fear that there would be an opportunity that would come our way that would pass us by and so I have always been very very conscious of my limitations but I know that God wants to do something here today late last night I walked these aisles asking God to do his work my words are so feeble Something's got to happen between this pulpit and the pew. That when that word registers in your heart, something inside of you will say yes. Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. And that we get in agreement with the word of God. And sometimes getting in agreement with the word of God means I have to move. It means I have to do something. It means I can't keep holding on to the pew. Amen. It means that I can't ignore the promptings of the Holy Ghost when the Lord says, Come here. I need to come. And if you're hungry for something from God today, I pray that you will be sensitive to His Spirit. From the book of Matthew chapter 9, I am going to read a few verses And then I'm going to go the same passage in Mark and Luke simply for the sake of you catching a few nuances to the story that would perhaps enlighten your mind. Matthew chapter 9 verse 16 and verse 17. Jesus said, No man putteth a new or a No man putteth a piece of new cloth unto an old garment. For that which is put in to fill it up taketh from the garment, and the rent is made worse. Neither do men put new wine wine into old bottles, else the bottles break, and the wine runneth out, and the bottles perish. But they put new wine into new bottles, and both are preserved. Mark chapter 2, Mark chapter 2, verse 21 and verse 22. Again, no man also soweth a piece of new cloth on an old garment, else the new piece that filleth it up taketh away from the old, and the rent is made made worse. And no man putteth new wine into old bottles, else the new wine doth burst the bottles, and the wine is spilled, and the bottle will be marred. But new wine must be put in new bottles. Luke chapter 5, And verse 36, Luke chapter 5 and verse 36, And he spake also a parable unto them. No man putteth a piece of a new garment upon an old. If otherwise, then both the new maketh a rent, and the piece that was taken out of the new agreeeth not with the old. And no man putteth new wine into old bottles, else the new wine will burst the bottles and be spilled, and the bottles shall perish. But new wine must be put into new bottles, and both are preserved. And everybody said, Amen. I don't know what you want to call this, but before it's over with, I hope God will speak a message to your heart and to mine would you reach over and take somebody by the hand and let's pray together right now father we love you this morning and we thank you for the multitude of your blessings never come lord to a moment like this that i do not fear and tremble i pray that there would be an anointing that would rest upon me today god that there would come a word a revelation, an understanding, God, that instruction that is needed for righteousness. I pray, God, that something would happen here in this building today that would result in a transformation. Lord, I pray right now that we would be renewed and transformed in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. (coughs) Everybody said in Jesus' name, amen, somebody say, I need something new in me, amen, I need something new in me, everybody said amen, you may be seated, thank you for standing in honor of the word of God. I understand this morning that my text is familiar to you and I am not here to belabor things that you are already aware of. But when I read this particular text, I am careful that I do not take it out of context, but I read it for what Jesus meant for it to say. There were many questions that were going on at that particular time concerning his ministry. There were questions about why his disciples did not function and operate like the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And he was constantly being bombarded by this, uh, th- this attitude that was prevalent in the religious realm that uh, he was doing things that were not according to protocol and it was in the such a setting as that that he spoke this parable or this truth they had questioned him about his disciples and why they did not fast like the other Pharisees and the other godly people of the nation why they were not involved in the ritual that went on with their service to God. And in that kind of setting, the Lord spoke to them about the new and the old. And I am not here to any way disparage the old. And I am not here to tell you that the old is not important. That was not what Jesus was trying to say. He was simply saying that there comes a time in your life when a new work in God requires a new vessel in you. That if God is going to do what he wants right now, you're not going to be able to put that new work in an old mindset and it work out. And when I read that a few weeks ago, I I, I couldn't help but stop and ask myself, God, I wonder how many times in my lifetime you have tried to work in my life and you have done a work in my life, but it has not lasted for the time or for the duration that it should have lasted. How many times... Has God's work in my life been wasted, wasted, spilt out? God did it. God touched me. God's just that way. He doesn't hold back his blessing. I I wrote this down, and I believe it is true that God is going to feel what you bring to him. God doesn't make you pre-qualify yourself to be filled. It was to whosoever will let him come and drink of the waters of life freely. So if you bring a faulty vessel to him, God's going to fill it, but it may not last very long. And the reason some people do not enjoy the radical change and transformation that the work of God can do in a life is because they're putting that new work in an old mind that just doesn't like change. And here's what I've come to discern, that we won't change in our life as long as we don't have to change. We want transformation. We want a better house. We want a better job. We want a better family. We want a better marriage. We want to be a better person. As long as we don't have to do anything for that to come about. As long as I can just go to sleep and I can wake up in the morning and poof, there it all is. Wonderful, God. That's what I want you to do in my life. And sometimes we limit the work that God can do in us simply because of the vessel that he is having to put that into. That vessel is not what it ought to be. And we want God to do a new work, but we want to hang on to our old mindset. We want God to do a new work of forgiveness in us, but we don't want to forgive ourselves. We want God to do a work of restoration in us, but we're not willing to help restore somebody else that has done us wrong. We want God to do great things in us and for us as long as we don't have to make any changes in our life. As long as I can keep living the way I'm living and doing the things I'm doing. And you know what? Many times God blesses me in spite of who I am. And in spite of what I am, God's mercy is so great that he will pour out his blessings on me. But they don't last. And we wonder why I got such a great blessing Sunday morning and God touched me in such a wonderful way. And yet here I am Monday morning, I'm back in the same old rut I've got the same attitude problems. I've got the same spirit in my house. I've got the same problems in my marriage. It's because you have brought an old mind for a new work and it won't work. If you're going to really enjoy the new wine, you've got to have a new vessel to put it in. And if I am going to enjoy the fullness of god's blessings in my life without it being spilt out, I just thought this morning, God, how many blessings that you have poured out in my life have been wasted because i had a I had a vessel that I was wanting you to put it in that wouldn't bend or flex. It was not adaptable to what you were trying to do. And you did it anyway. You gave me the blessing anyway. But I lost it all before I ever even got out of the church. Before I ever got home, I was already cussing again. I was already screaming at somebody again. I was already mad again. I was already kicking the dog again and screaming at my spouse again. What we need this morning is a new mind for that new work that God's wanting to do. What we need is for God to do more than just an external work. We need him to do an internal work. God, I I, I want your blessings in my life, but I'm tired of wasting your blessings. And so what I need you to do, God, this morning is I need you to help fix me. I need you to help touch my mind because I need a new attitude because it doesn't matter how many times I come to an altar and I cry and I'm sincere in my crying and I feel the touch of God and goosebumps all over me and I I know the Lord is there but then I turn around and walk out with that same old man. There's not going to be a lasting effect upon my life if I am going to enjoy the fullness of God's blessing It's going to begin with a new me. Not a new mercy, not a new grace, not a new work of God, but a new me will help me enjoy the new mercy that God wants to pour out in my life. The reason that some people can never break addictions in their life is because They want to feel a new, they they want a, a new life. They want a transformed life. But they want to put it into that same old environment where they've always lived. And you can never enjoy the freedom and the liberty that God wants to give you. That's why it's wasted so soon. That's why it spills out so quickly. That's why it's lost before you even get home it's because there has to be a new me before there can be an enjoyment of the new mercy. There's got to be a new mind in my life before I can enjoy the new blessings that God wants to pour out in my life. And I just came to tell somebody this morning that God really does love you. And God really does want to bless your life. And God's got some things in store for you that are just unbelievable. But it won't matter what God's got in store for you and what he wants to do. If there's not a new you, there will not be a lasting effect of what God wants to do. And you'll be back in the same rut next week that you're in right now. Somebody say, I need a new me. Come on say it loudly I need a new me I need a new me I need a new mind I need a new mind I I, I want more than God just to fix my spouse I want God to fix me Yeah that's what most of us want We want God to fix them But we don't want God to mess with us we, we want God to turn them around. We want God to change their attitude and, and change their spirit. But we're not willing to let God do anything to us. And we wonder why things don't work. We wonder why we wake up the next morning and we feel just like we did the day before. It's because somewhere there's got to be a transformation in my mind and in my life. Somewhere God's got to do something to me. God, I need you to work on my mind today because I'm tired of wasting your blessing. I'm tired of wasting your mercy. I'm tired of wasting your goodness. I'm tired of all of that leaking out of my life before I ever even get home. How many times has God's good work been lost to us because of the vessel, not because of the mercy. A lot of things I don't understand, but this I do, that God will fill what I bring to him. And the reason change doesn't last in my life is because of the vessel, not the giver. Amen. I've had people say, well, you know, Brother Hughes, I've tried living for God and it really isn't what everybody tells me it is. And the only answer that I have to that is, well, it really must not be what you think it is. Because if you had had a real mind change, there would have been a real life change. When you've had a real change of your spirit, it does make a difference in your life. You can wake up free from an addiction. You can wake up free from a problem. You can wake up free of the burden of that thing. God can change your life. But he's got to start with you, not the work he wants to do in you. You see, we get new ideas, but when you put a new idea into an old mind, it's going to wind up in the same old place. Hmm. (laughs) Oh, yes. I'm just going to let that one sink in a little while. (laughs) We want God to do a new thing and we even get new ideas and we sit in church and we feel the touch of God and oh man it's going to be great this time but we never get down to the root level of living and we never really get down to the base of who we are and it's soon lost from us because the vessel that it came into was not capable of handling what God was wanting to do. God, I, I'm i tired of, of, of you seeing your blessings on my life just wasted. They're all over the place. They're all over this parking lot out here. They're all over these aisles. I'm telling you that some of us have come to an altar and we have just cried and slobbered all over one another and then turn around and walk out. And before we got out the door, we've already let our tongue say something that it ought not say or we've already been critical or mean or caustic or, so, or something like that and we don't understand that before we got out of the church and got in our car we were already feeling like we always felt That's right. That's right. and we want to blame it on the church Amen. we want to blame it on the preacher well he didn't preach inspiring enough today if he had inspired me enough I would have got off my pew I would have st- I would have worshipped. If the choir had had a little more rhythm and harmony, I might have been able to get something from God today. Hey, folks, it doesn't have anything to do with what you heard. It doesn't have anything to do with what I'm preaching. What it has to do with is what kind of vessel is God having to work with in me. And if I will come with a new mind and a new heart and a new spirit, it will last and it will last and it will last. Amen. Clap your hands to the Lord and give Him praise right now. Amen, 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 amen. I don't know a person in this building that doesn't want to be better. I don't know anybody that doesn't want God to fix something We want to fix what's wrong. We want to fix what's making us weary. We want to fix what's broken. We're tired of being frustrated. We're tired of being angry all the time. We're tired of the same old, same old. We're tired of hurt. We're tired of the dysfunctionality of our family, our marriage, our job. We want God to fix us where we're languishing but what we don't want God to do is mess with our pigs. You know, it's amazing. The demoniac terrorized that community for however long, we don't even know how long. But I know he did terrorize that community because the Bible said they had tried to tame him and no man could tame him, they put him in chains. He had become such a nuisance to that. But they had gotten used to him. They'd gotten used to that craziness. They'd gotten used to that lunacy. They got used to living with this deranged idiot in their life. They got used to functioning with this dysfunction. And Jesus comes along, and when he steps foot on the shore, the demons can't even hold back the man from trying to find somebody that can help him. And he comes running and falls down and worship. He has legions of demons. I don't know how many that is, but that's a lot. 6,000. All right. Some of us, <laughs> well, we only have fighting one devil. We can't make it. He had legions of demons and. And legions of demons could not stop that man when he found contact with the Lord. And he comes running and he worships him. And the Lord miraculously delivers him and sends those demonic spirits into the swine. And the question is, what were swine doing there anyway? You see, it was against Jewish law for the Jew to have that kind of animal. They were not to have that kind of of possession, and this was an area that was still influenced by Jewish law. but they gotten when you get used to living with devils, you get used to living with pigs. On, later, mm. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just saying you get used to living with a lot of swine, a lot of stinky stuff, a lot of sloppy stuff. And here Jesus comes along and, and, and he delivers this man and he transforms this man that has terrorized their community, terrorized their children, scared the living daylights out of them. Every time they try to do something, there's this man and he's naked on top of all that. Can you imagine what that must have been like? And yet they had gotten used to that. And here Jesus is. He comes and transforms this man. And now you see him sitting clothed and in his right mind. But the only thing those people were worried about were their pigs. Why did you... Why did you do that to our swine? And they wanted him to leave because he had messed up their little playhouse. They would rather have lived with the devil than to have a transformed man and a life made new and keep their... They would rather live with the devil and their pigs than to be free from the devil and lose their pigs. And so they wanted him to leave. They didn't want him to stay around there. Because what else is he going to want to take out of our lives? What else is he going to find that we've got hidden away somewhere? And, and, and he, he's going to figure out we're not what we say we are. Oh, I didn't even know I was going to say all that today. But I need to tell somebody. You need to quit worrying about what you're going to lose Because what you're going to gain is a whole lot better than what you're going to lose. And what God wants to do for you is better than what's going to be taken away from you. Oh, God, give me a new mind. I want a new attitude. I want a new spirit. Because I want what you do in my life to last. I want it to last more than a day or two. I want my family to be more than functional for just about three or four days. And then, boom, I'm back in that same dysfunctionality. Start with my mind, God. Start with my heart. Do something in me today, God, that will help me receive what you have so that it is not lost in my life. Amen. You can have a new house. You can have a new car. You can have a new wardrobe. You can have a new spouse. But if you bring the old man into that new thing, it won't be long until that new thing will be an old thing. And you'll start picking it apart just like you did the thing you had before. There's a lot of stuff that doesn't need to break up in life that breaks up because we're trying to blame somebody else for the problem when if we would just bring ourselves to the place that we would let God transform our mind and our spirit, it would change the whole complex of the situation that we're in. If we would just let God do something in us Touch my mind I need a new mind God I've got to have a new mind I don't want to go on functioning With this same negative Critical harsh mean mentality I'm tired of having this same spirit Rise up in my life And tear me to pieces I want victory over it Come on clap your hands to the Lord And give him praise right now Amen, 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 amen. The critical thing this morning is not if God can do it. The critical thing is if I will put myself in a place where God can do it to its fullest potential. You see, I need a new man if I'm going to have a new work. If there's going to be transformation in my life, transformation has got to also involve a rejuvenation in me. Somebody say, God, renew my mind. Renew my mind. Let it begin there. I don't just want your touch. I don't just want your blessings. I just don't want your favor. I don't just want you to fix what's wrong with me. I want you to touch my mind so that when you do fix it, I can enjoy it. When you do fix it, I can live in it. When you do fix it, I won't mess it up again. When you do fix it, I won't ruin it. Amen. My Lord have mercy. Give me a new mind. How many times have we come needing a new work in our life? And God is ready to do it. But there's an old problem that we're not willing to address. My Lord, help me today. God, I'm tired of patching things up. Amen. Amen. Some of us, that's how we live. We live, patching things up. And we wonder why the patch doesn't hold. We don't need a patch job this morning, folks. We need a renewed job. We need a renewing. God, we need our minds to be renewed. Our thoughts, our spirit, our whole attitude. I need you to touch me down at the core of who I am. Because it doesn't matter how you bless me externally. If I'm still the same old guy I've always been, I'll waste that just like I've wasted all the other good things you've Amen. done for me, That's right. and I'm tired of wasting God's blessings. Amen. I'm preaching to me this morning. I'm not preaching to you right now, so don't don't get puffed up and haughty. I'm preaching to me. I want God' work to have its full effect. I want it to be long lasting. I, I don't want it just to last from Sunday morning to Sunday evening or Sunday morning to Monday morning. I want it to last from Sunday to Sunday to Sunday to Sunday to Sunday. Sunday I want there to be a work that God does in me that takes me from glory to glory that I don't go two steps forward and then one step back and then two steps forward and one step back and two steps forward and three steps back. I want my life to go forward. I want it to find an upward trek. I want there to be a transformation in my life that takes place. That when I wake up tomorrow, I'm a better man than I was today when I woke up. And when I wake up the next day, I'll be a better person than I was the day before. Because I've got a new mind. And when you get a new mind, and when you've got a new attitude and a new spirit, it's amazing how long and how far God's blessings can take Let's stand together. God, do a new work in us today. Amen. 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 God, do a new work in me today. I'm tired of you doing a work and it be lost before I leave. I need you to touch my mind. And what I need for you to do right now is to get brutally honest. Come on, let's take off all the veneer. Let's take off all the facade. Let's quit the pretense. Let's quit posturing. Amen. How many of you this morning would be honest enough to say, God, a lot of the problems in my life are not what you've done for me, but what I've done to myself. i wanted you to do a new work, but I want to keep the same old mentality. I want you to do a new work, but I want to keep the same old attitude. I want you to, do a, I want you to transform my family, but I don't want to change. I want a new spouse, but I don't want to be a new spouse. <laughs> I just want you to fix them. God, I need you to fix me. That's, the problem is not my brother, it's not my sister, it's me, O oh Lord. It's me. I complain about things that I don't need to complain about. I gripe about things that I don't need to gripe about simply because all of your mercies and all of your grace and all of your blessings and all of your goodness are going into an old mind and it cannot handle It cannot receive. It doesn't agree. That's what Luke said. It doesn't agree. What I need to do is get in agreement with God's work. And getting in agreement with God's work means I need you to start first with my mind. I need you to start first with my attitude and my spirit. God, I I do want a transformed mind. I want a transformed spirit. I want a transformed life, yes, but it doesn't matter if you do a work to transform my life. If I still have the same old mind, that transformation is not going to last. Touch my mind. today. I want you to be brutally honest right now. God, it's not my spouse that's the problem this morning. It's not my brother across the pew. It's not the sister across the church. It's not my job, really. It's not even my boss. It's got to start with me. It'll start with me today because I'm tired of being that old man. I'm tired of being hung up in that old mind. I I want a new mind. I wonder how many of you would be willing to humble yourself today and And say, Brother Hughes, I don't care. Lights up, lights down. It doesn't matter. I need a touch in my mind today. Because I'm tired of losing battles. I'm tired of losing blessings. I'm tired of losing the mercies of God that are poured out in my life. But before the day's over, I don't even know what God's done. I need a new mind. I need a refreshed mind. I need you to touch my thoughts. If you're hungry for that, would you slip out of your pew and come and meet me here right now? If you want my God to do a work in your mind today, not just on your life, in your body, but in your mind. God, do a work in my mind right now. Come on. Come on, somebody. As you come, lift up your voice and begin to talk to Him. God, give me a new mind. Give me a new mind. Give me a new mind. I need a new mind. I need a new attitude. I need a new spirit.